the spoiler log and a link to the past randomizer podcast. I'm your host, Dante. Guys, the ALTTPR League Invitational Series Division League, whatever you want to call it, it's over. It's finally concluded for season six. And big congratulations to. You thought I was going to spoil it, didn't you? You thought I was. I, I am going to spoil it. Congrats to uh, to Infinity and Pagog, Humbug, Relkin, and Will WC on clinching the title. Happy for those guys. Uh, Relkin's second and Humbug's first. I know Humbug's been close in a lot of like big tournaments. Did win Survivors of Hyrule earlier this year, uh, but happy for him and very happy for Will. Such a great uh, group of guys. And uh, I'm actually going to be recording with them soon. We're going to have an episode with them. And I'm going to try and bundle that with the league admins. I kind of want to do a little bit of a wrap up and just kind of spitball some things. Some big news from us. Uh, we talked to the main tournament admins. We announced this at the end of that uh, final invitational stream. But we are going to be moving things around yet again. So uh, no league in 2024. That is the current plan. Uh, Main tournament should be firing up sometime in the fall of 2024, skipping spring. So really excited about that. Uh, Temp is going to be happy. He's going to get his fallifiers back. Uh, I I can't stand that word, but he's going to love it. Uh, We're going to come back in spring of 2024. There's a whole lot to unpack with this. And if I can get the admins on, we kind of bundle a big league wrap up episode. I think we can discuss it figure out some details, maybe hash some things out. Uh, And I've got some great ideas. I really want to do some exhibitions over the year in 2024 just to try some modes. And do I have any modes ready? No, but I'm I'm curious. Uh, We can we can start making stuff. So we'll see what happens. Go fill out the feedback form for League if you haven't already. Would really appreciate that. But today we do have Worf Jig on the spoiler log. Werfjig was a great guy to meet at SGL and I had such a great time with him uh, doing the one mind with four people. It was so, so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to potentially do one of those again, but enough of me running my mouth here. So let's jump right on into our conversation. All right. Today's guest on the spoiler log, we've got Werfjig. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, well, uh, it was a pleasure meeting you at SGL. Uh, you are one of the people who I thought a couple years ago I saw for the last time in the rando scene because uh, I kind of get the feeling maybe you've been a little busy and I've also been busy, so I just haven't been racing as much. And then uh, all of a sudden you're at SGL and I was like, oh my gosh, I thought this guy lived in Australia with Tam because they used to be on a team together. <laughs> yeah, Tam uh, Tam was uh, rocking the full... like like us time because at the when we played lead together it was it was me tam and uh, rampant revenant and mm-hmm. rev is like central central time zone and when we we're trying to make, like put a team together tam was just like oh yeah i'll just adjust my schedule it's fine and it's like all right i guess some people could do that that's wild that's yeah. wild uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Uh, and I guess let's let's just break the ice a little bit. Tell me about gaming uh, for you growing up. What was what was gaming like uh, as a child? Uh, gaming was pretty huge for me. Like I uh, 
I moved all around a lot as a kid. So in particular, like before high school, I didn't really make a whole lot of like long and enduring friendships. So uh, mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I still remember, believe it or not, the first game that I ever played was Link to the Past. And no way. It, it, so it, that it, was like OG game. It was my, so I'll, I'll say this. I didn't play it through, but it was literally okay. the first time I ever held a controller. I was at a friend's house when I was in kindergarten. And he's like, oh, my dad has this uh, Super Nintendo with this game on it. Pulls it in. It's Legend of Zelda. And I still remember, like, we start in the sanctuary. We have the Master Sword and we're running around the graveyard. And all I can remember thinking is those sword beams are so cool. And oh, like, God. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's a little ironic there. But yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where it all started. Um, my parents... Like shortly after that, we got our own uh, Super Nintendo for Christmas that I had to share Mm -hmm. with my sister. Um, But my parents, uh, like my mom didn't care about video games. And my dad was very much like the, oh, why don't kids just go outside and play kind of person. So while while they did, while while they were like accepting of of me playing video games, they also had no idea about like what was good and what wasn't. And they didn't really care to learn. So <laughs> I think, I think the, the first games I had for Super Nintendo were uh, they found a gem in uh, Turtles in Time because I was a big Ninja Turtles right. fan. That's, and, a, that's uh, a classic. Yeah, it is. And then Home Alone 2, which... Oh, no. Not as much of a classic. Is, is that the one... Where did I hear this? Maybe I heard it on one of the... Maybe I heard it on 216... But like there was like a Home Alone game and maybe it's the NES version, but like you just have to survive and like lay these weird traps for like for like to just like get away from like Marv. Is that is that literally what this was or was this like did this actually have some like substance to it? This was a Home Alone 2 was a platformer, but it was like the classic, the classic like, uh, you know, the developers, you know, back when renting video games is a huge thing. It's like, oh, the developers are like, don't let them beat this in one sitting. So mm-hmm. it was either extremely hard or I was a child and didn't know how to play games, which probably that, but I don't think yeah. I ever made it past the first level in that game, which cruelly is a hotel. And so there's like hundreds of doors to just go through is what it felt like. <laughs> and I, like, I, it's, it's like a maze and I can never get out of it. God. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of, a lot of those old games, like, they just sound so good. It's like, oh, Home Alone 2. It's a really great movie. We should get this. The Lion King. It's a really great movie. We should get this game. And then it's just like absolute dog crap. Like oh nothing on it. It's itty, itty good. Um, you know, it, it just doesn't carry over well. It's just like a cash grab, I think. So uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a detour just to tell like kind of a fun story because you brought The Lion King. Um, okay, go for it. Yeah. I, so I've played the, the Lion King. Uh, I, I'm very familiar with its... Uh, that is like the quintessential don't let anyone beat this game when they rent it. In particular because of uh, level two, uh, when you're jumping around all the, uh, all the animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the story is essentially, we had a, uh, one of my friends had a bachelor party, party earlier this year. And uh, he's really big into uh, the, the UK show Taskmaster. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, I have. Yeah, so I guess the the premise is essentially that you have all these unwitting 
like comedians, I guess. And they go to this house and then they're given just any kind of assortment of tasks to do that could be like, oh, like uh, fit this like stuffed animal into this tiny cup. And then you the, mm-hmm. the idea is that it's supposed to be kind of open ended so that you can see kind of how creatively they work out the solutions. Um, so the bachelor asked everyone coming to to bring like a task or two. And then we were all going to do each other's tasks. And I, I had one that I thought was really good, which was essentially just like, you know, collect marshmallows around a cup or it, it was, uh, I put marshmallows all around a room and told people they had to, uh, fill up their own cup with as many marshmallows as they could in like a okay. minute, but, but they couldn't leave the rug that they were standing on. Um, oh, okay. So like, in other words, people are like leaning all the way across like the floor trying to like stretch to these things potentially. Yeah. So like the cup was also not on the rug. So they had to like, they were throwing marshmallows into a thing. Some people were smart enough to just drag the rug along with them. Um, but oh, that, that is, that is smart. <laughs> yeah. But they had a, uh, like I gave one cup of marshmallows, but then I hid other ones. So some people did what they could with the one cup and they're like, I guess I'm done. And I'm like, I guess you are. But the other one that I came up with was, I'm just like, Oh, I have this cool FX pack pro and this cool super NT and I love video games. So essentially what I did was I, I loaded up, I preloaded a bunch of just like random ROMs on my FX pack pro. And the t- I gave them the task of, you know, reach level three. That was the task. And they could pick any okay. game they wanted. But if they picked the same game as somebody else, then they got no points. So surprisingly, right. nobody picked any Mario. Nobody picked any Donkey Kong. <laughs> the first wow. person to go in there, never heard any of these games, picks the Lion King. Oh, God. And he spends, I think he spent like... <laughs> He spent 45 minutes on it after pulling up a guide to show him how to do everything. Uh, finally finishes in 45 minutes, <laughs> goes back upstairs. I pull the next person in. They complete theirs in like a minute or two. And like everyone is just like kind of ragging on him for taking so long, but they had no, nobody had any idea that this like brave soul. Yeah. So, oh my God. But he did it though. That he, is that is that like the the pinnacle of this? Yeah, a true gamer. He, okay, he got last in terms of points, but he he finished it. He he won in our hearts, is what he did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that that was just like a, a fun gaming memory. That was like way more recent than anything else I'm going to get into. Probably. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty sick. You don't hear, like, you know, when you hear bachelor party, you hear yeah. like, you know, we're going out to bars, we're gonna, you know, do whatever. Uh, you know, hit the town and like I, I, there was a bachelor party I, I was involved with like planning probably this was 13 years ago uh, or something. And then uh, <laughs> obviously I didn't have any money to like do things for this guy. But what we did was we brought all of our Xbox 360s over and I land them up like on Xbox Live in my living room. And uh, his uncle came like all his friends came. I, you know, I was there and his uncle came too, and his uncle was so pissed. Because he was like, I thought playing Halo was or Gears of War was code for like something else. And it totally wasn't like that's actually what we were going to do at the Bachelor Party. <laughs> so. I, I like the turn that that story took, because as soon as you mentioned what you thought Bachelor Parties were, uh, like the, immediately what came into my head is every single Bachelor Party that I've ever been to has been. I think there was one bar crawl in like like local. So we weren't really. Yeah. Checking anything new out. Um, but I think 
I'd say 90% have been like, hey, we're going to rent this cabin up in the woods and then everyone bring your board games and video games and we're just going to game out for like four days. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, I mean, it never ceases to disappoint. I, there's another one that's being planned right now for February. So, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, I, you're just you're going to be cruising, man. Um, yeah. So so Lion King, not something you experienced growing up, but um, I mean, I, I did tur- you said Turtles in Time was great. Uh, like yeah. I said, a classic. How how uh, how'd you enjoy that? I mean, like I, I assume that left a, a little bit of a mark on you. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I actually played that game. I got pretty good at it. Uh, Donatello was always my turtle because of like how cheap the long range was. Oh and yeah, it's funny going back to that game not on Super Nintendo because I traded it away like an idiot. Um, oh no! But there are like <laughs> some like local barcades around here that have it, and that game, rightfully so, is so much harder on arcade. Like, it's really hard to like pick up the guys and throw them. Uh, mm-hmm. Which which is like there's a boss in the middle of the game that that's the only way to damage it is you have to like get in close and like throw them at the screen. Uh, yep. But yeah, Turtles in Time was probably one of my favorite SNES games that I owned um, until I got Mario All-Stars. Um, oh, notably, dude, Mario All-Stars is so good. Notably, I got the version that did not have Super Mario World with it. So uh, Super Mario World was one of those games that I never played until I was in college. Okay. Which, which feels kind of like criminal. I mean, if you have a Super Nintendo... It's only criminal if you bought like, you know, if you got the Super Nintendo like at launch, I think, because like I feel like the game almost, you know, the console almost came with it nonstop until there were like other bundles or something. Uh, But but, you know, if you got it later on, that totally makes sense. Like I actually am one of the people who I did not know there was a cart that had all stars plus Mario World until I was an adult. Like my wife got her all her Super Nintendo stuff from her parents house at one point. And I was like, what is this bootleg cartridge? I was like, why is it all stars and Mario world? And she's like, it's really a thing. And I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you going to release the old one at that point? But I'm sure it came afterwards. Yeah. Um, I played most of uh, like no real super Nintendo games of note. Really? Like I never played Metroid or super Metroid. Um, and I'm right now I'm just struggling to think of other super Nintendo games that I had. Uh, regretfully, uh, and you know, this may be one of the things that we need to cut out, but, uh, Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a copy of super Mario RPG, uh, that is not mine. Uh, it's, Ooh. yeah. When I was, when I was 11, I moved from new Orleans to Houston and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, but at the time I was borrowing that game from a friend of mine. Oh and God! We left, and I never spoke to that friend again. Uh, oh man, I'm yeah. calling the cops. Like I'm doing calling it right the now. Cops, FBI, <laughs> open up. Uh, and in sort of a karmic retribution, uh, someone in eighth grade, I, I lent my Super Game Boy to them, and they moved. So I think oh. everything is balanced in the universe. Man, well, at least you, you know, Super Game Boy. I mean it's good uh i i don't I mean, maybe that's worth something now i don't know but i mean Art mario rpg like that's that's a that's one that i regret that i traded in way back when i was young and and dumb 
or younger and dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite games that I had in my possession. I won't say owned, but had in my possession uh, as a kid. Yeah, well, you were you were the caretaker for it. We'll say. Yeah, uh, I still am. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, that makes it even better if you still have it. Yeah, so. if, you, if you track them down, I'll, I'll return it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Uh, so um, going forward, like, did you, you know, did you get other consoles? Like, did you get into PC gaming? Like, how does how does that kind of progress for you? Yeah, I was, uh, you know. We had a. Uh, we had a, like an old PC uh, where like I played you know, some educational games, some like, I think I mentioned Eagle Eye Mysteries, uh, probably before the, the recording started. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, one of the things that I really got into was, uh, worms, like the, the worms two and worms Armageddon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those okay. games are so cool. Uh, and I, you know, I love the humor in them. I love the games. That was my first foray into like PC gaming for real. Um, but then, like, after that, I didn't get back into PC gaming until I was in college. Um, I okay. remember going to Blockbuster when I was a kid and trying out the Nintendo 64 for the first time and mm-hmm. just getting blown away by Mario 64. I was so excited. Um, and in another, I think I mentioned my parents didn't really know very much about video games. Right. I got, I got a Nintendo 64 uh, later that year for christmas but i never owned my 064 wow so you didn't have world you didn't do the world thing or the 64 thing like that's that's kind of impressive to have both of those consoles yeah but i think around that time i was old enough to where they would start to just bring me around and ask me what games i wanted so like my nintendo 64 library was like i had mario tennis because i play tennis in real life as well or okay i do more recreationally now but um, I had Super Smash Brothers because, you know, uh, the, the commercial sold me, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the classic Yoshi pulls out a giant hammer and was it Donkey Kong that he hits? I don't remember. Um, but I Diddy think Kong so. Race, Diddy Kong Racing was another one that I had. So uh, not Mario Kart. Surprise, surprise. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Around the time I moved to New Orleans, I also got, uh, my uncle gave me his old Nintendo, regular Nintendo. Okay, uh, so you got so, to experience the NES. Yeah, I, I had like some uh, random baseball game. I had Mario 3, which uh, I had played a little bit of on my old um, Mario All-Stars cart. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the real gem that I had there was Tecmo Super Bowl. And... Like the the old one that you can play with Bo Jackson and just like run all over the field and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I st- I still have that today. Um, I actually lent it to a a good buddy of mine who is not moving. Yeah, make um, sure make sure they don't move. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in in my uh, in my city, there's like a, a a street with like all the really popular bars on it, and he lived on that street. Um, so mm. what I did was I lent it to him. And we hooked it up at his place, and then we'd go drinking, and we'd get back to his place, and I would try and convince everyone that we were with to play me in Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And I so wasn't just, even good. Uh, you just take people's money that way. You just put money on the line. Like, everybody will do that when they're drunk, right? Ah, not my friends. Although they, they're very generous with the drinks, so we could, we could play for drinks. And that'd okay. Be, that'd still be a good time. <laughs> 
So uh, did you have uh, any like actual like is Tecmo is a Super Bowl like the game that's like your favorite for the NES or do you have like a favorite NES game? Because I know that that system, you know, looking back, it's like revolutionary, but it's also like, man, this these aren't the best sometimes. Yeah, I haven't really dove into the uh, the NES library. Uh, one of the things that really shocked me was um, was Kirby's Adventure. Because I'd played Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy, um, but I don't know chronologically how the game stacked up. But when I played Kirby's Adventure for the first time, I assumed it was before it. And I'm like, wait, Kirby has powers? Kirby can like yeah, suck up and like like because Kirby's Dreamland had none of that. Like all right. you had was just like swallowing things up and shooting them back out. Yeah, I remember like I, I never owned Kirby's Dreamland one. And I played it like I played it like a bunch because my next door neighbor had it. And I, I remember I was blown away with Kirby's Dreamland 2 because of the whole powers thing, uh, mm. or at least like the animals you could ride and all that. And then I went and I, I played Kirby's Adventure afterwards. And I remember I was like, this is not like this is weird. Like something's different about this. Like I couldn't put my <laughs> finger on it as a kid. And I've honestly never gone back and playing it or played it. And I feel like I probably should <laughs> just to just to close that chapter. Like you, you're reminding me of this. And now I'm like, you know, I remember this was a thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the other the other game I never really played for NES was the original Legend of Zelda. I picked it up for a little bit, swung mm-hmm. the sword and didn't like how it didn't swing. It just stuck out. It's like a spear. And, yeah. And as someone who had played Link to the Past, I'm just like, eh, this is fine. Yeah. Uh, like all right i I could see how this is good or or was good but it's not good anymore (laughs) i I have a brother who's 10 years older than i am and he recalls playing the legend of zelda like before internet and uh uh, like that kind of gaming just kind of fascinates me where it's like you don't like there are strategy guides that exist but he's just talking to people at his school everyone talking about this Zelda game and everyone just kind of like sharing information on how to progress in the game together. Whereas today you can just like load up a YouTube video and show the the entire game to you. So yeah, it's crazy. Or you could just play on Twitch and if one or two people are watching, you know, just be like, I don't know what to do. Someone tell me what to do. And somebody will definitely potentially be there to make sure they can backseat and tell you exactly what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky enough that I don't, I don't get too many backseat gamers with my, uh, with my paltry following, but you know, it's fine. (laughs) I, I I never, I never really went out to try and be a streamer. I just, I stream out of necessity. So I'm, I'm allowed to race. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, you know, you said with the NES and the, the N64, like what, what time frame, like part of life was that? Like, were you, was this getting close to college when you played a little bit of the, you know, PC gaming or was this, you know, still kind of early on? This is still early on. Oh boy. Now I, when I got my, uh, so the NES and the Nintendo 64, I was still in new Orleans. So, uh, I would have been 11 or younger. Okay. So. This is good. Buckle up. This is going to be a long history. All right. I'm or here can, for it. Yeah. Or we can speed it along. However you want to do it. Um, no, I, if it's interesting or you think it's interesting, that's important. Like that, that's how this, this goes. Just, just lay it all out for us. All right. Um, when I, when I moved to, to Houston, that's kind of when we finally stopped, uh, stopped moving as a family. 
And uh, that's kind of when I got into like, I made a bunch of friends. Uh, we played, you know, GameCube and Xbox together. So, you know, the big mm-hmm. hits there were uh, I played Halo and Halo 2 with my friends. So many LAN parties. We had, oh, yeah. Like, that, that was the thing. Uh, I remember uh, one of my. Uh, memories of like being a teenager was driving a friend back to his house at nine o'clock in the morning after on zero sleep because we spent the entire time uh you know just playing halo 2 and getting to his place realizing that i didn't have the energy to drive back and i just like slept at his place for a couple hours (laughs) Um, dang i i can't remember the last time i even gamed like all night you know, like I, I remember doing it and it used to be like super fun. And now I, I, the older I get, the more I'm like, I'd love to do that. But I also would not love to do that again. Yeah, no, I, I still love to do it if the game strikes me. I don't think I can play Zelda all night, but uh, there's a few PC games now that if I look in my Steam library, I can probably figure out like, oh, yeah, this was one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of Halo um, I personally, I was, uh, my, my, uh, indulgence was fantasy star online. If you'd ever heard of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I played, I played a PSO for dreamcast and for GameCube. And I'd say before legend of Zelda, that was the game that I had the most time in. Okay. Um, but really, really the things that, that stuck out to me at this point were like cooperative games or anything like couch competitive i never Mm -hmm. outside of fantasy star online i didn't get into any uh online games because i don't really like playing with strangers uh yeah that's that's fair i had friends in in halo who i would like real life friends who i would join with we'd we'd have like our guild or clan i don't remember what they called it um and like they would make all they would like make nice and make friends with everyone that we were playing with and i would just be like these people don't exist they're on the other side of a tv screen uh, mm-hmm. even like when they come to visit, I'd be like, Oh, this is weird. It's like a stranger. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I just, you know, I, I still, I, I miss the days where you can just go over to your friend's house or knock on their door and say, Hey, do you want to play video games? And then you just sit beside them on a couch, play games and just oh, like, yeah. hang out and chat. Like, honestly, now it's the way consoles and PCs are now. It's almost more inconvenient to go to someone's house and play a game in the same like room or like residence than it is to play at your own place now. Like just it it just seems like they've made like couch multiplayer in most cases like super complicated or either maybe I'm just biased because I want to see the whole screen for myself now or something. I don't know. (laughs) No, I, I agree with you, which is why I, uh, one of the games that I recently, I say recently, but it's been a few years, uh, picked up was Overcooked because that's, that's the exact kind of like couch co-op cooperative chaos. That's yes. a lot of keywords, uh, that I love. <laughs> uh, yeah. A friend showed me that game and I was like, this, this looks terrible. And then like I, five minutes in, I was in love with the game. I was like, this is so good. It's so good. And then when they came out with the second one, it's like, okay, this is mostly the same until you find out that you can throw stuff and then it becomes a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Um, God. Those are pretty chaotic. Yeah. But I think the last thing I would say from, from high school was, uh, the last game really was NHL hits, 
Like, oh, my, dude, hits was so good. Like, I, I loved Blitz, and then like NHL hits was like, I was like, I'm not a big hockey guy, dude. That game had me sucked in, like me and some friends for a long time. Hell yeah, we made we ran through the the career mode or the campaign, the franchise mode. Uh-huh. So like so many times we would create the same team over and over and over and over and just enjoy the journey. And recently my buddy who I used to play with is like, Hey, I have a friend who knows how to play this online now. So I, I still need to check oh, that wow. out. But yeah. NHL, NHL hits was, that was, that was like premium couch co-op for me. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, I think I had either, either 2002 or I think it was 2002 or 2003 rather. Um, I don't know. I just remember the one I had had like Limp Biscuits rolling on it. And that's how I discovered that <laughs> song and, and who that band was. And I was like, all right. I was like, you know, that, that gets me amped up to want to like punch somebody like, you know, hit style. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. The, the, I, I remember really liking the, uh, the soundtracks for those games too. Um, yeah, they did a pretty good job with them, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, man, that was so good. We always had, like, our team was, uh, um, we had, so it was one of the first games that we played where they actually had commentary in the game. And then when we created our team name or our, our players on the team, we can give them nicknames. And so right. we would pick the longest names because we wanted it to sound like a tongue twister. So my buddy was the snowman who was X2F01. And I was the alien who was 101011. And then we would constantly just like do one timer goals to each other and have them say like exactly what's happening. And it would take forever for them to say because long names. Right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. And our we had our uh, our goalie Tubbs the horse. It was. That game was so wacky and fun. I miss it so much. <laughs> Dude, man, I, I haven't thought about NHL hits in forever. And I'm, I'm God, this, I'm glad you brought that up because that's just bringing back great memories. Uh, that, that's what's great about talking to people about stuff like this is sometimes you, you remember things or get reminded of things that you, you totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. And now I get to, to bug you on discord and be like, Hey man, you want to play some hits? Oh, dude, I, I if I could find time, I'm down. Like, I'll, I'll tell me how to set it up and we'll make it happen. All right, I'll figure it out. All right, perfect. Uh, so moving on to college here, I guess um, this is when uh, you become a PC gamer, I guess. Yeah. So my senior year in college, uh, I, you know, everywhere else in college, uh, the earlier in college, I just had like the standard Wii console, GameCube, just mainly played the Zelda games because I'm a big Zelda nerd. Surprise. Um, Aren't but, we all? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> senior year in college, uh, I asked my parents for an early graduation gift of a, a gaming PC because Left 4 Dead came out. And Oh, yeah. And I was like, this looks really cool. It's like a it's a cooperative shooter. Like, I don't have to, you know, get owned by by children who are like you know, five years younger than me because I have all the time in the world. I can like, it's an, it's again, like you mentioned, it's a, I get to sit, have an entire screen for myself and strategically plan my way around all these like really dangerous situations. Like mm-hmm. that sounded like a blast. I love the, the running theme of this is that I love co-op stuff. There's nothing that brings me more joy than doing puzzle things with other people or gaming things with other people. I just think the addition of having other people alongside you makes everything so much better. 
Oh yeah, um, I'd agree with that. But I, I guess I, I can I, I can see that now. Like you know, that was kind of you mentioned, and I'm I'm jumping way ahead. But mm-hmm. SGL when we did the the multi tap thing, when you borrowed that, and then got we all got to play. I think it was what you, me, Thelane, and Relkin. Yes. Um, and like so, we did the the four player one mind. You were just like, this was like my bucket list SGL thing, and. Uh, you know, after doing it, I could totally see why, like that, it, it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. Re- and, you know, going into it, I had never heard, I didn't know that you can do it with more than two people. So the fact that, you know, we fired up the, like the patcher and it's like, oh, this says we can go up to five. And then somebody else in the room was just like, like, oh, cross product has some multi-taps mm-hmm. if you want to use them. Wow. And then overcoming my social anxiety to, well, uh, the other person helped, but he was just like, oh yeah, like if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it? Which, I mean, since yeah. then I, I have gone out and I bought a, a multi-tap, so. Perfect. Th- there will be time. <laughs> there will be more. Oh, heck yeah. So, so Left for Dead, you, I guess like Halo, you mentioned that earlier with Left for Dead now, like the first person shooter game, uh, you know, especially with like, I guess the, the couch co-op or the now online um, co-op and in in verses in some regards. So those were those kind of your things, you know, growing up the you know like the FPSs. So it was really just uh, it wasn't really FPS was not really my my genre. I liked playing the single games like Bioshock, but okay, uh, Halo I I enjoyed because my gaming group uh, picked up Halo and then we all played together. And Left for Dead, uh, my college gaming group picked that all up. And we all played together. Um, unfortunately, Halo, I dropped out of Halo when I went to college because I, you know, I left all my friends back home and I said, don't worry, we're going to play Halo all the time together. Uh, and I get to my dorm room and I plug it in and it turns out I couldn't get access to Xbox Live through there. Oh, so, no. Yeah. It, I mean, it was kind of cool because like anyone on campus could plug in and there were constantly Halo land games going on that you can join. Um, right. But I don't like playing with people that I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> and then and then you play rando with a bunch of people you don't know until you get to know them. So I, I, well, that, that's a, a character development. We'll get to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what other PC games did you jump into? Obviously, Left 4 Dead, you said you mentioned that was one of the very first ones. So what else did you jump head first into? Oh, man, you know, I don't even know. Uh, let me see if I can just take a look through my. Steam library. Steam library looks looks at oldest. Can you even sort it by oldest? Oh, can I? That's a good. That's a good. I don't thought. know. I legitimately uh, don't know. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's only alphabetized. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. What other games did I play on PC? Um, I played some like visual novel games like Danganronpa. Uh, I'm going to start feeding you stuff in like alphabetical order. Now. Um, I played enter the gungeon for a really long time. That was, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I think most of my PC gaming life has just been more solo. Um, mm-hmm. just cause it's like, unless I'm gaming with the friends that I already know, then yeah, I, I wasn't really picking it up. Yeah, I guess Left 4, Left 4 Dead was probably the biggest thing that I played on PC for a very long time. I mean, I remember playing that too. Like a friend of mine was telling me about it and I was like, uh, what is this? This sounds kind of dumb. And then 
we went and rented it from Blockbuster. It was still around at the time. And uh, I was like, oh, man, this is this is fun. I got to get this. And I ended up I, I do remember ended up getting that. Um, but uh, let, me, let me sidetrack here. Let me, let me go down a rabbit trail a minute. You mentioned earlier that you're, you play tennis. So yeah. you said you do it recreationally. Like, were, were you competitive at all in like, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to put you out there saying you were really good or really bad, but like, did you do any competitions with tennis or was that just kind of like a hobby you had like growing up? Yeah, I was on the, I was on the tennis team uh, in high school and I played, okay. vars- I played varsity tennis for two years there. Um, I had a lot of fun. I was a doubles player because co-op is fun. Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I thought I, I think I still am a pretty decent player. I think I've just slowed down a little bit, but you know, I, I came to college and, you know, tried to play there, but you know, couldn't really find the friends to do it. Uh, didn't feel like joining the club. Cause I think I met a guy and I was like, Oh, this guy doesn't really seem like a fun person. So, or mm-hmm. didn't really sound like someone I wanted to hang out with. He, he seemed way cooler than I did. And I, I was like, yeah, it's not going to work. Cause yeah, I was seven, I 17 that. and nervous about a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, I played tennis a little bit, only a little bit in college. And then, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, my, my company had a tennis tournament cause we have a tennis court at our, at our campus. And okay. Wow. I ended up, I, yeah. I ended up winning that. So that was fun. Um, you get to stomp all these noobs, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I've done my share of stomping and getting stomped because that was not a successfully de- defended title. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we, I won the first year I did it and the second year. It was like two old guys in their sixties just completely wrecked like me and my doubles partner. Um, oh God. It's like, no matter how hard we hit the ball at them, they would just do the thing where it's like, they just hit everything back. They just hit everything back. So, yeah, it's, that's kind of how you just, you know, I, when I, when the couple times I've tried to play tennis, I, um, I would always try to hit the thing as hard as I could. It was like I was playing baseball, which is also wrong how to play baseball. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like literally would just try to smack the crap out of the ball because that's what it looks like they do on TV. You know, like when I was a kid hitting the tennis ball, I'm just like, how do they have such control over it? And it's like, it's because they prioritize the control. But, you know, yeah. smooth brain, smooth brain, young Dante had no idea. Um, at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was always like, I don't know. I, I liked sports growing up too. like this, the same gamer group that I had, we would constantly, like, I think we played a lot of roller hockey. We played basketball cause we lived, we lived right next to our junior high. So mm-hmm. like after school and on weekends, we could just go there. We had a football field. We had a basketball court, tennis courts where, where we played hockey. Um, so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we did a lot of that. And I guess today I play tennis when I can, but I also play like recreational kickball because it's fun to just get out and do stuff with your friends. Yeah. That's like, um, my wife did a a kickball league, uh, with, uh, like, I think it was like a a fire department in town was doing something and they needed an extra person and they just kind of let her join the team because they needed help or something. And like, uh, I, I like it sounded fun. And then two people on the team like tore their ACL. And I was like, you know, I don't think I want to do that. Like they asked me if I wanted to play too. And I was like <laughs> on the fence and they said, you know, you can join later if you want. And then that happened. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. We've had, 
we've had several injuries on our team. Like we we've had I think two ACL tears, and someone like like we had two ACL tears that were like nobody's fault, and then we had somebody right. have had, like messed up their knee and had a broken tailbone because. Oh God! Because some some people like to take it seriously enough that they'll just run you over at a base. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I have very mixed feelings about recreational sports these days. Uh, simply yeah. because some people, some people don't like to play it for fun. And yeah, that's that's a really good way to look at it. Like you know, uh, the the key word there is recreational. Like it, you know, it's for the enjoyment of, not so much like super competitive uh but it's also like if you go play gaming and you there's like a competitive lobby versus like a casual lobby like you're gonna see some real tryhards in the casual lobby sometimes <laughs> yeah that's i think that's uh it, if people want to be the big fish and you know yeah. if, if you, the small pond is what it takes then sometimes they'll gravitate there so yeah for sure um, so I, I, like, I, I'm assuming, you know, we're ballpark, same age, especially if you're like graduating college, you know, around, uh, left for dead. So, um, your kind of adulthood before like speed running really becomes even close to what it is now. So like, what was your introduction to, uh, finding out about like speed running, Twitch, YouTube, that kind of whole, like, you know, circle of things like to kind of get us where we are to today oh man and this is the part i get to, i get to say i don't remember a whole lot um oh okay that sometimes that's good <laughs> yeah i don't remember a whole lot so uh i know at some point i did see uh the andy christos race at agdq but okay. if i look at the timeline of that i'm pretty sure was that after the big 512 swiss it was right before right before it okay well, I had, I think, I don't remember how I, I found out about it then, but I do know that I have like a, a version four executable on my computer. Oh, so wow. I, okay. At, at some point I picked it up and I said, this sounds fun. And then I was like, I had like soft modded my Wii and was playing uh, randomizer games uh, by myself on the, like the virtual console or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember you could inject things in to do that. Yeah, which I, I thought was kind of cool. It was really cool, but like I only played a few of those before I was like, I keep feeling like I have to go to I have to fake triple to Zora, uh, and then I keep dying because I'm not good. So I put it down <laughs> for a while. And again, I, I'm trying to think. This is also before the the Swiss tournament, but I was uh, part of the like a little part of the Reddit crew. Um, yeah, I, I figured out that you could do they had like a Lewis script that you could run where you could like share items and health and stuff like that. And my co-op brain said, I want to do this. So I, oh, yeah. uh, I played a few of those with, uh, you know, someone I met through Reddit and I actually played one with PRD, uh, PRD Wong, which I didn't remember until after I was like in a discord with him for a year. And I was like, hey, wait a second. You were on Reddit. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. But I, I honestly can't tell you how I found out about Legends of Zelda randomizer. I mean, that's, that's totally fair uh, and fine, but like did, did, where was Twitch, like something you were involved in at all? Like, did you watch Twitch streams at all before you found out about rando or is your Twitch account 
mainly like around because of randomizer and tra- having to raise. Yeah, it's it's the latter. I think my first follow was probably like Andy after after the the okay. GDQ race or something. Um, but once I figured out that people raced it, uh, I don't know what. I, I guess maybe it, it seemed very like out of character for me to to just be like I'm going to try and race these strangers on the internet about it. Um, yeah, maybe the lack of voice chat helped. That I could just you know just run a race, type in a few SRL commands, and say, "Hey, I finished it at this time." So I think at mm-hmm. that point it was so early in my uh, randomizer history that I was just happy to finish the seed. And yeah. Uh, that's kind of why I did it. I mean, that's that, that, that right there alone is worth doing it. Like the fun aspect, like just this sounds fun. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, you know, we don't, no one ever has to be like the best, um, you know, to, to have fun and enjoyment in something, you know, obviously sometimes that can help, but you know, it's not required for sure. Yeah. Agreed. So I think, yeah, that was your, that was the original question was how did I get into Twitch? and and zelda and i'm just like i don't know i don't remember i just <laughs> I, I just woke up one day i woke up one day and i had rando on my plate and it was all i knew from then on yeah um it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like being a young toddler it's like you don't remember things and then suddenly you just there's things you remember but you don't know how you got there and mm-hmm. And that, that I feel like that's kind of your experience with with Rando, the way you're describing it. And I, you're the first person who's ever like I've ever heard say that, and I love it. <laughs> I after you told me that you were going to bring me on, I actually started looking at a little bit of history, and I struggled to figure out what the old like what the pre race time uh, website was that we used. And then when I finally did, I looked through my SRL history. And I'm just like, I don't remember any of these races. Oh no. The the best part was like just going back and like like looking at some comments that I had mm-hmm. and just being like, I, I don't even know. Like I I could try and figure out what kind of comments I had, because that sounds like a fun experiment. A lot of people, you know, myself included, probably had some really, really stupid comments. Um but you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, you got to race your very first race on SRL. It looks like you got to play against I Love Smoke or I Smoke Meth Daily um, and Hippos. So, you know, you did you, you were you were really doing good. Uh, you got 10th in that race, though. That's that's pretty sick. <laughs> wait, I'm trying to find it. Search. Oh, wait, search players. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know very much about the old community. Uh, yes. Hippos, Buane's there too. Buane was a name that I heard about. Pink Kitty Rose was around. Uh, Chisame was also someone that I'd mm-hmm. uh, seen a lot of. Like those are the names that I really remember from like when I first started picking the game up. But yeah, my I first love your comment. Oh on no, that race. <laughs> it's just fun. I love fun. this. It just says fun. <laughs> this is me testing the waters. It's my first time my first time racing with anybody else and i'm just like i don't know what people write here <laughs> oh yeah so this was what let's see march 7th 2018 so i mean there's scary olive in there as well oase trinex a zero like these are names that like you know they're still around yeah. um so uh, yeah and, and I, I, met scary, I met scary olive not too long ago cool that he's still into it oh yeah 
Uh, it was good. It was good to meet him at SGL too. Cause that was, uh, I didn't know he was actually coming. Like I, I, I totally missed, uh, where if he said he was coming anywhere. So, uh, I, I thought it was a great surprise after SGL because like there were times where I was like, I missed that feeling. And, uh, I saw homemade beer was running around filming some stuff. And mm-hmm. there is a, like, if you watch the VOD of it, if it still exists, there's a whole section where, uh, scary Olive is talking about how awesome, uh, sheets is. <laughs> and like, I just, I love like the wonder in his voice. I'm just like, man, this, this person is pure. Oh yeah. There's, it's so funny. Cause like the, I have sheets near me and, uh, they like, whenever I have friends come down, like in the college and like, you know, young adult era, uh, people would just be like, we have to go to sheets. Like sheets is so cool. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's just sheets. Like, you know, it's, you're not missing much. Like it's really cool in theory, but like once you, you have one in your town, you don't, you know, it's not like the thing you have to go to all the time. <laughs> I feel like sheets was like the before Bucky's. It was. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's, that's probably a really good way to put it. So you, you start racing and you were part of the, the five twelve Swiss. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked to I, I, you and I talked about that before we hit the, the record buttons here, but um, do you remember anything about that tournament? I mean, you don't remember how you found Rando. So I don't, do you, I, I, I'm curious if you actually remember any tournament experiences. Like, was it fun? I, re- I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I remember, I remember winning my first race against, uh, Ace McBadass. Uh, and okay. I believe that's, I believe that's still on YouTube. And oh, wow. like, I watched that. And I'm like, man, I do not deserve to win this race. Like, I, I think I ended up getting away with a stealing a win because my opponent just had like a really bad GT and I think they, they fell in a pit over and over and over again in the hook shot in the left side GT in the hook shot room. Uh, oh no. But this is like before a lot of people knew how to play and there were 512 people. So, Oh like, yeah. There were, there were all levels of, of Brando player there. Um, I remember losing to uh, the hex mage and being a bit salty about it because it's like I think I had played poorly and I'm like I should have been able to win this. Uh, and then I ran into Act the Boker and got oh, crushed. Okay. Got crushed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure I played all of my uh, I played all my races, so I, I, I finished it out. Yeah, I mean, I was um, I, I was like all about like I just want to play all my races when I because this was my first tournament. Um, <laughs> talking about man talking about like some names that you know were in that he's 512 people you know there's just people from all over i just remember i played this guy ralph is my name and all i could think of was like ralph wiggum uh <laughs> like the whole time and I, like, I i don't know anything about this person and i'm sure they're not ralph wiggum but Wait, so uh you were also in the 512 i was okay i did not do very well but i was in there <laughs> i finished I, f- I think i had finished with a respectable four and three record so I was like, I feel pretty good about this, but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah I think I, I ended three and four, but, you know, um, man, there were just so many. God, there were just so many names in that. Like, I'm kind of just I found the thing here. and I'm scrolling through it and it's like, who are the who are you people? <laughs> like, oh, I think it's just so many. I remember now I lost my first ever tournament race to Skipsy. Oh, wow. I, okay. I, remember, I remember watching the, the reveal stream for it and I'm like, oh, I wonder who this person is. 
And then mm-hmm. they recently had uh, somewhat of a resurgence, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Fizz. There's my loss to Act the Boker. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that race. There's the Hex Mage I just remembered. Oh, I played Chelsea. Chelsea X Lynn. Okay. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's when we that's when we first met, it was round three. Yeah, it's cool to kind of like in some ways look back on these, you know, because you're like, you know, I got to experience this with someone, you know, and, you know, some of these and you don't you still know them now or whatever. Uh, like, you know, th- there's not many people that you really come in contact with, you know, as many times as you can do one v ones in this game. And then, you know, it's more prevalent now. But back then it wasn't very prevalent to like make friends with them and like, you know, keep playing the game with them long term. Yeah, I think Chelsea was probably the only person from this tournament who I like followed on Twitch and stuff like that. And uh, I remember like, I think when she, when she started doing kiss priest, I I ran a couple of those with her. And then I also Mm -hmm. uh, brought that to another discord that I was a part of. And we ran so much kiss priest. I, I, I I love chaos so much. (laughs) So uh, I assumed you enjoyed watching Andy and many other people deal with that kiss priest thing in the 12 days of Enemizer recently. I, uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. I watched Ari play it first and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And then uh-huh. I watched, and then I watched Andy play it. And, uh, I, I was excited to watch him play it. But the one thing that, that kind of got on my nerves was that a lot of people in chat had already seen it. And, I guess when you're a big streamer, you have to kind of expect these things, but sure. just so many comments of people just be like, Oh, it, you're doing this seed. And it's like, I just, I just want, all I want is, uh, um, what, what words am I trying to think of? I, a I want pure, a genuine a pure experience, I guess. Yeah. I want a genuine reaction from Andy when he has to figure out that he has to do this. And we still got one to some point, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many of those comments he saw, but as a viewer, uh, who did know what was coming? Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was trying to be mum about it because I wanted to see exactly how he'd react to it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Like that's that's what you want. Yeah. When I watched Ari play it, I don't know why, but I assumed that there were boots. So I'm like, I'm like, man, this is really hard, but I think it could be done. And then it was only after I started watching Andy where I'm like, oh, the only way you can control your your momentum is to swing your sword. <laughs> like you yeah. don't you can't press the A button. So. Big shout out to Andy for finishing that. And also Codeman, apparently. Yeah. Uh, also finished that. So I have big respect when people, you know, even if they put it down and they come back, like, I think he spent 20 some plus hours doing it, Oof. but he got it done. Like, that's, you know, uh, that's, uh, you know, a, 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 a show of tenacity. Uh, yeah. so. And he gets to say he's one of the few people who's done it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember when Doors first came out, there was a like uh, Relkin pinged me about the seed and um, he, he pinged me about this one because he said, you know, way back when Doors first came out, a, a friend of ours, Edium, he, you know, who used to be on Titans Mints or what, with us, mm-hmm. he, he had gener- generated a, a, a Doors Enemizer thing and it was like when Pot Shuffle was first a thing, I think. And there was like a fighter sword viddy on ice. At, like that was the very first thing. You literally oh walked into... Hyrule Castle and you had to just bomb open it was either one room over or you just walked in the lobby and you had to bomb open the floor and that was it like 
So he was like, no one's ever going to beat this. And I was like, give me the patch. I'm doing it. And it took me a while, <laughs> but I did it. And I was like, oh, you know, wow. the worst part about it was the logic was messed up where I think the Hyrule Castle big key was in Link's house. And I forgot about the pots. So I had to delete my save file oh, <laughs> and no. go do it again. <laughs> oh, man. That's the, yeah, the danger with some of those, uh, those early releases is sometimes the logic just isn't entirely there yet. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, doors is a really fun experience. I, I honestly, I, I can't wait until doors is more mainstream. I think mm-hmm. doors, I think there are certain, there okay. are certain things that I personally, uh, that bring me back to the game and make it feel very fresh again. Entrance was one mm-hmm. multi-world was another. And I think doors is like the next big thing because doors just feels so fresh every time I play it. Yeah, I can see that. It's 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 like a, a next layer to this whole like experiencing it a new way every time. And I, I think that's what kind of makes it fun for me too. Uh, you know, I, I haven't done a lot of doors racing. Ha- have you done any of those like doors leagues or do you just kind of just play doors for fun? Uh, I joined the doors league season one. Um, okay. And then for the rest of them, I just kind of like sat on the, on the side. I'll play doors every now and then, but it's, I find it hard to, I don't often find myself with like three or four hours of time, which is probably what I want to allow myself. Like, yeah, I, I, I'd finish some in like two to three. Um, but I just, uh, I like to give myself that. I don't like playing a seed, and not finishing it most of the time. Mm-hmm. There, there are some times where I'm just like, I'm just going to forfeit this. Like I yeah. think everyone's been there where it's like, okay, well I'm one item from go mode and I have all of these checks, which each take a minute and my opponent just finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, man, this it's like, do I want to do this? Like, I know I can, yeah. but do I? Yeah. I would say it's, it's not quite salt, but it's, it's very much a, a feeling of like, I'm over this. Yeah, it's it's like a get me out of here. Like I'm ready to just, you know, wash my hands of it. And, yeah. you know, and a lot of times it can come across salty, but it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm just tapping out like <laughs> good job. <laughs> I'm happy with uh, what's what's put out here and I'm ready to go home. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with co-op, I'm, I'm going to bring up league again. Uh, mm-hmm. So how how did did you check your boot? How did that team come to be and do you remember do you remember where they you got the team name from <laughs> i do remember where we got the team name from uh i'll start with how we got the team uh essentially there's a there's a discord server that i'm i joined so i will say i think i did the uh the spring tournament and then i disappeared for a little while um uh-huh. and what brought me, brought me back to rando was playing multi-world because when i heard about it i was like more fun multiplayer yeah uh-huh. chaos um, so I played a few of those in the main discord and then randomly I got invited to a different discord where they played it. And I still mm-hmm. don't remember playing with any of these people, uh, in the main discord. But since then that's kind of in my main Randall community. Um, and I was in there with, uh, with PRD, with flip, flip with Ikear, uh, with Tam rampant revenant. Uh, if you remember Floyd, Floyd was in there. Yeah, uh, SP Ridley, uh, Vamp. If uh, if Vamp was still playing, but you know, it was a it was a pretty solid crew, and we all uh, like we played a lot of 
Like that was sort of like my rando community. Essentially that those were like, these are the people that I play with and everyone else is a stranger online. Sure. Um, that makes sense. So when, when league came about, um, it was really exciting to hear about. And it was like, you know, more co-op stuff. That's going to be awesome. Um, and I think I reached out to the people in that discord and flip and Ike here and PRD had already formed a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I asked Tam to form a team and then we found uh Revenant would join with us. And so we just kind of, it was kind of like, we, like our discord pushed out two teams. And uh, I think I would say our team had them like our team was more successful, but uh, like, don't forget to track us had a really good season this this season. Oh yeah, they yeah. really did. Um, but our, <laughs> our, our team name. Uh, so Tam Rev and I do not care about team names. Like we'll reuse them. Like we, we didn't yeah. really feel we, we did a, a, a uh, a logo because we felt like we had to for the league. Um, <laughs> but like, we didn't care about our team name. And for some reason, all we could think about was uh, whenever we play uh, multi worlds, there would be uh there's, there was one player who would sometimes would, would play sometimes would watch. But uh, whenever someone would say like, Oh, where's my moon pearl or like, where are my boots? Uh, she would always say, did you check your butt? And it was sort of, yeah, it was like super childish, but, uh, we, we made it a little more PC for, for yeah. league. And okay. it, it was that sort makes of really good sense now, <laughs> yeah. which is why I think we had one, there was one season where we were going against, I like big boots or something like that. And yeah, like that felt like a, uh, it felt like a, a, a matchup for naming rights. And I, I think we ended up either splitting or winning that series with them. Let's see if I could find this. Uh, you, you guys beat them twice. It looks like in season four. Um, I don't know if you played them in season three. Does not look like it. And season two doesn't look like you guys played them either. Yeah, right on. We'll take them. Uh, but yeah, no league was league was a ton of fun. It's it's probably some of the most fun I've ever had playing rando outside of uh, four player one mind. Okay, well, I mean, that, I love hearing that because um, you know, with me me being one of the like people who helps run league, it's kind of like you know the the goal is fun, and you know co op is fun, and you know uh, I, I know I know you haven't been around for two seasons, but. Uh, does I, I want to ask you? Does the does the co op playoffs now? Does that is that enticing to maybe want to come back or you know the opportunity for more co op? <laughs> yeah, I, I said it as soon as the document got released. I was like, oh man, like I want to be part of this league again. All the all the playoffs are co op. I'd have to make the playoffs, but yeah, I mean that's that's also a challenge. Like you know, I, I'll I'll say this, and then people are gonna be like, oh, he's he's leaking season seven or whatever. But like. <laughs> I, I literally wish there was a way we could do seven weeks of co-op, but you know, the scheduling logistics of that would be an absolute nightmare with as many games as we have, <laughs> you know, I agree. I think right now there's a very happy medium. I think if anything, uh, teams have uh, a bit more of a, uh, a, 
I can see teams having a gripe with like, oh, why are the playoffs all co-op when the season's not all co-op? Mm-hmm. And to, to them, I would say, I don't care. Give me more chaos. Give me, give me more co-op. Give me more chaos. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, um, but I know uh, you, you kind of, like I said, you played through season four, two through four, and then you kind of took a break. And I'll be honest, like after, you know, uh, we, you know, we played you in season four as well. Uh, and I, right. I, I don't, I didn't see your name a whole lot after that. So like, I know, like I said early, my name, you know, I kind of dropped off from not being able to play like every single tournament that cropped up. But like, did you, did you like take a break from Rando or are you just kind of around in your, you know, your community as you called it? Yeah, I did. I, uh, I was around in my community and then I took, I took a break for a, a little over a year, I'd say, um, where I would every once in a while I'd pop into the discord and say, Hey to people. Um, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't really play. And I think part of it was, um, some like at some point, like I started feeling the losses more. So I needed to like take a step back and, and settle that and make sure like, Hey, I'm yeah. doing this for fun. Um, you know, we're not, we're not going to put a hammer to a controller because the A button doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. Um, that is a true story, but oh wait, did, did this actually happen? Yeah, I, I think it was, uh, actually, I don't think it was a tournament race, but, uh, it was not a new controller. It was an old controller. So the way I, oh, okay. if, I can, if I can justify it, uh, I'm, I think the people who know me in real life would understand that I am a big procrastinator uh, until I am am forced to do something. So I had a controller that I was using well past its lifespan to the point where some of the buttons weren't working. And when it finally cost me a race and maybe mad enough, I'm just like, I'm just going to break this controller so I can't use it anymore. And it was, (laughs) it was cathartic and I started using a different controller and it worked out. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I I can relate to that. Like sometimes if I'm like tilted at, you know, a game life, um, you know, anything and there's something, uh, the older I get it, I have to, I I do make sure it is inexpensive. Yeah. Um, like, I I mean, back in my day I have, I have broken, you know, a PS2 controller, uh, an Xbox 360 controller and they are not cheap. And I, I felt it like instantly after like the massive regret and, uh, you know, kind of growing out of that. Uh, like the other night, I was very frustrated with uh, like a song on SMX that I was playing, and there was a roll of electrical tape in my garage, and I just picked it up and just chunked it across the garage. <laughs> and it was like I didn't break anything, it didn't hurt the wall, but oh, I was just like, I was just like, man, like that that felt good. <laughs> like I needed yeah. to get that out. <laughs> I had uh, I had a little bit of rage. Like I I grew up playing Halo. All right. So I, I had a little bit of rage. Um, That's why you didn't want to play games with people you didn't know because the voice chats were like so toxic. They are so toxic. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I think the, the issue with the, like the USB SNES controller was the last time that I had done something like that. And, uh, it, it wasn't immediate. It wasn't like during that league season, but mm-hmm. I, I think after season four, um, I think what happened was, uh, yeah, I, I decided to take a break, um, mo- mainly because uh, I felt like the the like the the losses were hitting me hard when they when they would happen, and mm-hmm. like it, it, there were some parts where it's like it didn't feel fun, so it was good for my, my mental health to to take a step back, and then the other part was, um, you know, I 
I wanted to play Brando like all the time. And it's, yeah. it's tough when you want to do something all the time, but then when you finish it, it sometimes it doesn't make you feel good. And on mm-hmm. top of that, I have all these, you know, real life stuff kind of bubbling up around me where I, I decided I needed to take a break, focus on the other stuff around me, get that under control. But the idea was always to be like, I'm going to get some other stuff under control, take a step back and I'll come back to this and hopefully have a, a healthier relationship with it. So, yeah, that's, that's actually a really, I think a mature way to look at it, you know? Um, and I mean, would you say that, you know, kind of taking that step back and I mean, I know you're not like jumping headfirst into league right now or like a tournament, but you are playing some. So, yeah. and I've seen your name around a lot more. So would you say you're having more fun with the game now? Like after kind of that, that time away? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I, w- I would say I was having more fun with the game and then I went to SGL and now I'm having more fun than ever. That's good. That's yeah. super good to hear. Cause you know, it's all about the fun. Like you, that's what you want. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, it was always fun to have my little community. And now that SGL has broadened that it, it just, it magnified, it magnified it. Yeah. So, so are, are we going to see you again for SGL 2024 whenever that gets, you know, officially announced? Uh, it depends on the, on the weekend. I, I want to say yes, I really do. I 1000% want to go. But if it's Halloween weekend, it might be tough to swing. And if it's uh, the first weekend in November, that might be tough as well. Because we, my friends and I have been doing a chili competition for like 10 years. And okay. it's, always, it's always the first November of, All right. the, of, the, of the... I don't, sorry, I don't know first, any dates. The first so Saturday. <laughs> yeah. The first Saturday in November. There we go. Gotcha. <clears throat> but yeah, like I'm, I'm hoping... You know, it gets announced soon. Like people, I mean, obviously it's still, as we're recording this, it's still 2023, barely. So um, we'll, you know, obviously get some details when it's, when it's ready for us to have the details. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to like having that, you know, a new experience there again, potentially like assuming I'm going to plan to go. And then, you know, if life gets in the way, then it'll be unfortunate, but you know, going to do, do what we can. Yeah. And I will say, I will try my hardest to go because I had such a good time. Yeah, I, I haven't really found anyone yet to that said they did not have a good time. You know, like good, <laughs> um, uh, and you know, e- even people who maybe just like lost every race they played in or just you know didn't have fun racing, I still feel like they had fun. Yeah, at the event. <clears throat> so, you know, um, well, look, and kind of wrapping things up a little bit. Uh, I, I got three questions I always like to ask people. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna throw this one at you too. So. First off, what is your most embarrassing moment in randomizer that you're willing to talk about? I always have to put that on the end because some people are like, I don't want to talk about some things. So, well, I already talked about smashing the controller. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I think that's embarrassing, but I think, you know, there's a, there's a little part of like owning it that, Mm -hmm. that makes it better. Um, I feel like I have a penchant for, like playing really bad when I'm on restream and not necessarily just playing bad, but doing really dumb things. And I'm pretty sure you were coming a very recent race where I just didn't realize that I could open a dungeon with the medallion because it was swordless. And oh I went, yeah. And I was waiting for hammer. Oh, so no. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like that, that kind of stung a little bit because it's one of those no things. No one where plays like, swordless. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I know I'm better than this. Um, Another one that comes up is I think there was a cross keys 
qualifier for one of the earlier cross keys tournaments. And, uh, I think I decided really late that I wanted to join it and I'd done pretty well in like four of my races. Uh, mm-hmm. or I think three of my races, I think I only could join the last four qualifiers. So I was like, cool. I, I get, I don't get a drop, but this is for fun anyway. And I was on the cusp of like qualifying for it. But, uh, I think I was in the, in my last qualifier, I made the mistake of taking notes and I noted that there was a big key on Hylia Island but not reading oh, no. notes. So I, I'm not sure if I forfeit that race or if I just like took forever to do it. But it was one of those things where it's like, because I will write and not read, uh, I, I lost myself a birth to a tournament. And that, that wasn't really on Restream, but that, like, I'm embarrassed when I think about that. And I still, to this day, will, will bring that up as a, like, take notes, but if you're going to take notes, if you're going to bother to take notes, make sure you're actually reading them. Yeah, like don't do notes just because you see someone else doing them, like saying, well, I'm going to make a note of this. Like, you know, they're making a note because they're, they want to use it. So, you know, notes, notes are good to, to read sometimes, like to read back. It's not just when you have a test, you know, next week in class or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that there might be some other people who know some embarrassing moments of mine and they're free to share those. But, uh, you know, for me, it's just like nothing has been like you know walking to school naked embarrassing but there have been a lot of like minor embarrassments too many to think of if you did that with rando i'd be really confused as to how you did that there is Um, a naked link sprite yeah yeah i guess i guess that's true and i mean with twitch's tos stuff changing back and forth recently so you know you never know uh what 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 rando streams may become (laughs) (laughs) oh man well thanks for sharing that uh so question two um, what is your favorite MSU pack to use? Uh, it depends on the, the type of race, uh, All right. and, and the time. So right now I'm on an, a sea of stars kick, even though I've never played the game, uh, that MSU by Moogle charm is excellent. So I've been using that a lot for Great. everything. Um, prior to sea of stars and like when I get tired of it, I'll, I'll move back to it. Um, if I'm playing cross keys or any kind of long mode, I love the Hollow Knight sound, the Hollow Knight MSU. Um, okay. Mostly because it keeps me calm. <laughs> that's, that's a good reason, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's, and Hollow Knight, that's such a good MSU as well. And, and a fantastic game. Uh, if I'm playing a, if I'm playing a seed that ends with a GT climb, then Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Um, like one the music in that game is fantastic and two there is a uh the track that's used for the gt climb has a like it it has like a crescendo at a certain point right around where i hit mimics two so i or not mimics two i'm sorry right around where i hit uh wizard two okay so so it's it's one songs are banger and two i get a nice little like reassurance or reminder that it's like oh okay you're playing well you're playing well you're zipping through this. Oh, you're already on the bridge when this when this uh, when this part of the song drops. You're doing excellent, and mm-hmm. it's appropriately hype. So, I haven't used that one, but I really do love when like I, I've made a connection myself with a couple of MSU like GT climb music like pieces yeah. like when you because you know when it changes it always starts at the same time so it's kind of like you kind of know where you are based on the song like and how well you're doing. Um, 
And, you know, it, it, most people who do speed running before rando and stuff, they're probably just like, just look at the timer, dude. You know, but it's not always as easy to do that when you've got like an audible cue like that. So I really like us having like a different climb music now. So we can, that's just like, I don't know, it's just really stimulating sometimes to have like something that's kind of like a big build up, you know, kind of get you hyped for the rest of the climb. Yeah, that's one of my that's so awesome. That's one of the reasons I'll probably never play uh, NMG. Uh, I have an analog pocket, so sometimes I'll play. Like if I'm flying to SGL or something, I'll have seeds on that, but it doesn't do MSU. And when I'm climbing GT, I'm like, this is so like dull. It's like, I need something hype. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I feel that. Yeah. Well, those are, those are great MSUs. I I would agree with you on all three of those, but uh, lastly, uh, and this is, this is the doozy question. All right. So if you had to lose all of your gaming memories, but you're allowed to keep one of them, which one do you keep and why? Uh, yeah, this, this is a doozy. It's really all about the relationships. I have listened to your podcast before, and that's an answer that a lot of people give. Um, but I mean, even, it's, it, I think it's a good answer. Like if I'm asked this question, it's going to be like, the friendships I like, you know, I've made in all of gaming. Like, you know, it's, it's like it's it's so hard for me to not say that. So, like, I, I can I can really relate to people wanting to say that. Yeah, yeah. I will say more specifically, uh, it would be you know. Oh, actually, uh, I, it's cheating to have two, but um, it it would probably be sitting in the uh, in my friend's living room. Uh, playing NHL hits like me, my friend, and one of our other buddies playing three-player hits all the way through that franchise mode. It'd probably probably be that. Yeah, I I could, you know, the the couch co-op, you know, it kind of, I think it's a, it's really good fit for you too, because, you know, everything you've talked about has been like, I love doing this because it was co-op and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, that could definitely resonate really well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'll plug uh, the 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 co-op cross keys tournament coming up. Super excited about that. Oh yeah, so so you've entered that? I have I entered? I entered with Tam. Oh nice. We're, already, yeah. we're, we're getting back together. Yeah, you want to guess go. what our team name is? <laughs> uh, uh, did you check your boot? <laughs> it's it's close to that. I I think Tam put it in as uh, we checked our boot or something like that, but. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that was the first thing that came up when I asked them if they wanted to play was uh, I don't want to do anything about a team name. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad you, you two are getting to, to play together again. Uh, it sounds like it'll be a really good time. We'll have to see how things go for, for uh, both of you in that. I mean, hopefully we get time to practice because they're going to be uh, they're going to be in the finals for league. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping by the time this, this air is like league has concluded and we have a champion, whether it be, you know, Tam and, you know, Brogor Magno or, um, or Relkin humbug and will, if, if, if this is still going on, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be mad at the admin team, whoever they are, you know, yeah. dragging the thing out too long. How dare they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, worth man. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. This has been a uh, super uh, blast chatting with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's been great getting to, uh, Get an, I, thank you for regaling me with your stories as well before before we started recording. 
<laughs> sure. I mean, I, uh, there's, I, I could talk, I'm bad about this. And my wife tells me this too. She's like, you could talk about yourself way too much. And <laughs> I do it on, I do it on go mode with temp and her. And I, I try to cut back on it. And especially for something like this, it ain't my place to tell every last thing that pops into my head because it's about you guys like you in this episode, like coming in and telling your story and letting people hear that. And that's, that's what I, I really like this. Like just as an excuse to get to know people too. Cause I think it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I I appreciate it, and you know, since you've invited me, I've listened to a few of your episodes, and like I find it really fascinating to kind of get get to know a lot of the other racers, even the ones that I don't meet at SGL. Um, it is it is I do enjoy being able to put a face to a name. Uh, so I think uh, did you have Maniacal on this? I did. Yeah, yeah a while so back. Listening to Maniacal was was good, especially after uh, meeting him at SGL. Yeah, I was going to say after experiencing Maniacal at SGL, because he's, <laughs> he's such a, a, a great person to be around, I think. <laughs> that is that is a fair action verb to use, is oh, exper- yeah. experiencing Maniacal. <laughs> Plus many others. Yeah, hopefully there'll be more of that in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, Worf, thanks again. And uh, this has been Worf Jig on the Spoiler Log. Once again, a big thanks to Worf Jig for coming on the show. Really did enjoy our time together. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as well. Next episode, we have the 2019 main tournament champion, Jet082. Jet's been around the community for a really long time. One of the rando grandpas, as it were. So I hope you guys are going to come back in two weeks for that conversation. Until then, we'll see you guys next time. 